DC Coaching presents B World Class, a podcast that teaches real estate and mortgage professionals how to build a world-class practice that can serve 15 plus families a month without working more than 40 hours a week so that you can live an inspired life. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. We're going to talk today about how to have amazing realtor and lender partnerships. And for those of you who know a little bit of my backstory, a ton of um, my business came from realtor referrals and realtor partnerships. It's something I just, I loved about my business. And so I'm just going to share with you a little bit today, some of the things I learned um, as in my 22 years. Um, in the mortgage business about relationships between realtors and lenders. I'm going to share with you a few ideas and then I'm going to hush and I'm going to expose you to some of our amazing realtor and lender partners who were both all coaching clients. And I'm going to let you hear from them about what works well for them, what they've discovered. Um, my goal is that you will leave here with two. So find two people, be looking for two, two things that you either commit to trying or that you're like, gosh, I never thought of it that way. I'm going to do the work to make a mindset shift around this. Okay. So that's my goal for you today. So I'm just going to share with you today some of the things that I've learned, some of the things we did, five ways to have an amazing realtor and lender partnership. Number one, remember that you're on the same team. True partnerships are mutually beneficial and are based on mutual respect. Respect each other's professions. And guys, I cannot tell you how inundated I feel like our industries are with competition between agents and lenders. And I believe there's a better way to do it. I believe if you can, if you can come up with someone who can be on your team, you can have an amazing relationship with them. Um, this is what I see most often, especially on social. So I want you guys to really pay attention and check yourself on this. Okay. Check yourself on this because I see it a lot and I want us to have a different mindset and I want us to show up differently uh, as it relates to this. There's so much on social media that causes divisiveness with agents and lenders. Okay, listen to me. People know what you're thinking. Remember, vibing chart, people know what you're thinking. And if you are having realtors, I'm going to talk to you first. If you're having negative thoughts about lenders, they know it and they feel it. Lenders, the same thing goes for you. If you're having negative thoughts about realtors all the time and you're letting your mind dwell on that, they feel it. And you're either attracting people into your life and business or you're repelling people. So just be really aware of how you're showing up, both in person and on social, as it relates to partnerships with agents, right? And lenders. So let me give you an example. And y'all, I'm saying this from love. But what I hear a lot from lenders that makes my skin crawl just a little bit is, I landed this agent. That sounds like a fraternity party, right? You are looking for agents that you can partner with to serve their clients in a new way, right? Um, realtors, 
this is what I hear a lot from realtors is I'm just looking for a lender that's going to pay me some money for leads. Guys, that's the wrong way to approach a relationship. The right way to approach a relationship is who, who do I click with? Who has the same vision for their business and the way they serve their clients as I do? Let me meet them. And let's team up and let's figure out how to serve clients powerfully. Do you see the difference? Subtle shift, but a big difference. So you're on the same team. Number two, get to know what your partner's job and work life is like and come from a place of empathy. This is similar to the first one. Um, If you don't understand what your partner's needs are, it's really hard to serve them well. And that goes for agents and lenders alike. Find out what your partner's challenges are. Have a conversation and say, what are you really struggling with right now? And then come up with ways to help them solve it. So ask questions like this. What's the biggest challenge you're having right now in your business? And then find a way to help them with that. I want to invite you to to think about somebody right now. If you're a realtor, I want you to think of a lender. If you're a lender, I want you to think about a realtor that you can connect with in this way this week and commit to reaching out to them and say, hey, what, what's your biggest challenge right now? I just, I would love to help you brainstorm of ways to make that better. Watch your relationships change. When you really empathize and you care about the other person, it changes the landscape of your, of your relationship. Number three, have strong agreements and communicate openly. This is a big one. Ask each other questions like, what needs to happen to make this relationship a success? What's expected of each party so that the clients are served with excellence? Hey, when do you work? And when do you need to spend time with your family? Right? And then, guys, take once a week. So in our Monday through Thursday marketing system, we we teach this now to do this on Mondays. But take once a week to check in with each other. Hey, how are you? How's business? Is there anything I can help you with? Are there any clients I I need to talk to if you're a lender talking to an agent? Or if you're an agent talking to your lender, hey, is there anybody who's, who's not getting you the documents you need that I can, I can just reach out and partner with you to make that happen? All right, communicate openly. Four, collaborate to educate and help each other grow personally and professionally. This was my favorite one. I loved, I love pouring into my agents. Um, one of the things Kim and I did on the Stoner Venable team that was really successful was we would have brunches for our agents. And I had it in my house. Um, you don't have to have it in your homes. But as people began to become more comfortable going out again, consider that. Consider meeting at a local restaurant with three or four of your agents. It doesn't have to be a huge group. Those realtor brunches solidified relationships in a way that nothing else we, we did accomplish. Do Facebook Lives together. Educate your audience about what it's like to buy a home or get pre-approved for a loan. 
lenders promote your agent's listings on your social media pages. Share industry information across all the platforms. Offer to have a lunch and learn or a home buyer seminar, whether it be in person, together, or virtually. People are starving for knowledgeable professionals who care. Starving for it. And that really strengthens a relationship. Here's the last one. Be okay if you decide that you aren't a good fit. So often, lenders and real estate agents alike, I believe, they live in this scarcity mentality of, oh my gosh, I've got to, I've got to have a relationship with this person, and I've got to make it work, and I've got to. And guys, if you are not doing business with people you actually like and enjoy being around, you're going to be miserable, right? Maybe realtors, maybe a lender's not not a good fit for you because of the way they decide to do their business. That's okay. There's no hard feelings. Just find one who is a good fit, right? And if you can really get into abundance, you can actually, lenders, let's use you for example, if you're in abundance and you meet a realtor and the way you guys work just doesn't click, you can actually refer them to another lender that you might that might be a better fit for them. A novel idea, right? Because you're in abundance, you're like, look, the way we work probably isn't going to fit, but I know this person who I really think you would click with him. Let me make an introduction for you. Right? It's okay if you're not a fit with everyone you talk to or try to work with. Choose intentionally these relationships because that's where the goodness is. I have asked um, some of our realtor and lender um, partners who are both coaching clients, the realtors and the lenders are coaching clients with us. I've just asked them to come share ideas with you guys because I want you to leave with a a tactical thing that you can try. Okay. Um, I want to start with our agents. Okay. I want to ask our agents a few questions. Um, I want to ask you the first question, Tony. Okay. Okay. What do lenders do that's a turnoff? For realtors. <laughs> we got a lot of lenders in the room, right? And they really desire to have relationships with agents. But some people are still doing it old school. Tell us what what have you experienced that 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 lenders do that are turn off for agents? Um, I think it's the biggest thing for me is the um, transaction count, the numbers game that they want to present to me. And they want to tell me how many transactions they close and their dollar figures. And um, that is not attractive to me personally. I'm very relational and the numbers do, they matter. I don't want to say they don't matter, but that's not my driving force. I want to know how that person takes care of their clients, how they're there for them, how they show up for them, that they're looking out for their best interest. So that's my motivating factor. Awesome. That was my next question. You alluded to it a little bit. Let me know if you have anything to add. What advice do you have for these lenders who are looking to establish new realtor relationships? What should they be doing? They should be coming from contribution. How Mm. can I serve your clients? Not, you know, how can I get them closed? How can I get them to the closing table? Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's sometimes it's not about the close right away. It's about nurturing that relationship. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know if I shared this with you guys. I just closed a client that I've worked with on and off for six years. You know, I need to know that my lender is there for that person for the long haul, 
Yeah. So just come from contribution. Huge. That's another example too. If you know about your realtor's job and business, you realize that, right? We might work with somebody from a lender standpoint, like six months to a year feels like forever for agents, six years, six years, six years. But you don't know that unless you know their business. Right. Thank you, Tony. That's helpful for us. So Laura, um, how has, how has your lender? So how has Jane helped you most in your business? Um, As far as sort of like what Tony said, offering to uh, help in your business. Uh, Jane has always said, Hey, do you need flyers? Do you need what, you know, what, what can I do to help you promote your business? Um, but really the biggest thing for Jane and myself, as far as our relationship is getting to know me as a person and mm-hmm. how I run my business, because instead of me, her shoving her, her business on me, she wanted to get to know me, um, as far as how do I take care of my clients? You know, what type of communication, um, do I prefer? What about my clients? Things like that. What are my processes? Awesome. So she asked questions about you to get to learn you and your business. Mm -hmm. And then she found ways to help. Correct. Love it. Love it. Um, Robin, Robin, why don't you tell us why do you continue to trust Darren um, or your lenders with your clients? What makes you continue to trust them? It's very simple. He never, ever, ever overpromises and under delivers. If anything, he over delivers and under promises. And it's not one of these things where he says, Oh, don't worry about it. I can close it in 25 days. Then I have to keep doing extension after extension after extension. So that's a major, major deal. Um, he's up front with the clients and tells them exactly what to expect as far as out-of-pocket charges. And it's, it comes down to very simple honesty and Mm. fairness. Yeah, that's awesome. It's also, that's a mindset thing too, right? Mm -hmm. So lenders and realtors too, listen to this piece. If you are in abundance and you know how good you are at your job and how you serve your clients well without arrogance and pride, right? Then you don't need to overpromise. You don't need to. You can just say, look, it's going to take this long. And you're okay with it. And, and realtors actually appreciate that. They appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you, Robin. So I have some questions for my lenders um, that will help our other lenders and also our agents, I hope. How do you know that a particular realtor was someone you wanted to work with? We're going to help our agents out now because we want them to have good lenders. These girls do. (laughs) Right. How did you know? It's almost like when you're meeting anybody, you know, if you're going to click with somebody, you just have that, that kind of feeling and it's, you know, you want to become friends with them. Mm -hmm. If that's how you feel meeting somebody, then it is definitely a relationship that you, you want to grow. And it doesn't matter whether it's business or personal. So it's kind of the same thing for me. I love working with people that, that have fun and that I can help, that I can serve. But 
So the best ones are the ones that I, that I love the most. Love it. Thank you, girl. Um, Melanie, what kinds of things do you do to help your agents grow personally and professionally? Uh, that's, that's a good one. Um, so I'm going to use Tony as an example because I've been working with her longer than I've worked with anybody. Um, and we've actually, we've had a relationship prior to working together. She was my real estate agent. So I knew her from a different, a different place. Um, so we knew each other for a while. We have done so many different creative fun things together. Um, she has a huge passion to serve, um, to serve certain, certain people. Teachers are one of those. Like she just has a huge passion for those. So for years now, and we need to talk for doing this again, um, we created little, little bundle kits and she has partnerships with specific um, schools in the area where she um, goes in and she um, drops off these little goodie bags for teachers, not to earn their business, but to love on them and to, to help them feel like they're making a difference in this community. So that's something that we would collaborate and partner with together um, and do those. We have done stair climbs in the community to um, impact us together. Yes, it helps us art with our fit capacity, but also to help the fire, fireman community. So we've done that. We just do local events together to try and make an impact in the community. That's awesome. It strengthens your relationship too, right? It does. Yeah. It, it builds, it strengthens our relationship together. It helps me help her and her passions, which are, you know, teachers, firefighters, police officers, you know, that those, those um, people, but it also helps me to know her on a different personal level too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Melanie. Darren, answer this one for us. What do you look for in a realtor? Or what did you like about Robin in this case? Where you feel comfortable referring your clients to them? Because guys, if you do the DC coaching system long enough, and Darren has, you will have clients that you need to refer to agents. You will. So Darren, what do you look for? Um, I, I think the biggest thing I look for now, it's changed over the years, but now it's responsiveness, not just to me, but the clients, um, how they serve them. Because, you know, I do a lot of agents who will pass off a bar or I get them pre-qualified, I send them back the info, and it's weeks before I hear from them. And the buyers are calling me saying, hey, just want to check on everything. I haven't heard from anybody, and I have to pick up the phone and make a phone call. So typically, if if I get a client from Robin and I work up the numbers and call her or text her and say, Hey, they're good to go. This is the price range. I've talked to them. You know, she has them out looking the next day or has at least called them and reached out to them. So everything flows nice and smooth and the borrowers or clients really appreciate it. And at the end, you know, it's a seamless team. They're, they're talking to me and I say, Hey, let me go ahead and call Robin for you. I'll make sure she knows price range and payment, what you're comfortable with. And she'll reach out to you to show you houses and, and everything else. And it's it's just closing that that loop, you know, and, and making everything a seamless transaction. Like you are one team and, and one office. Awesome. I love it. Um, so the next question is for, um, for Darren and Robin together. Okay. Um, one of the things that I mentioned about having strong realtor lender partnerships was to collaborate together either to educate people or to grow personally and professionally. And I love some of the things I've seen Robin and Darren do. So Robin and Darren, could, could you two speak to what kind of collaborations have you done together that you feel like were a success? Um, with COVID, 
I'm not a in front of the camera person. However, Darren and I, Darren and I brainstormed when all this shutdown started and we started recording our Zoom calls and now we do Facebook Live. And I think our last video was seen almost 700 times. Wow. And it's us being goofy, but answering questions and just putting out there like a little eight to 10 minute video. And the last one was all about PayPal and Venmo and how it almost tanked a deal. Wow. Yeah. And you really start to realize, and, and, you know, I think from doing the, the videos with Robin, as you do more and more, and now we're doing them together in my office and side by side, you know, safely distancing, whatever you want to call it. But it's, <laughs> so, it's so easy now. It's like talking to someone you've known for years and having a conversation about something instead of like a script and everything written down on a piece of paper behind you. We literally click you know, go on, on the phone and just have a conversation about what just happened. And it's just, it's so easy. It flows. And I, I think that shows and, and, you know, the viewers actually see it too. I, I mean, she gets a lot of comments and people call her and, and want to know more about what we talked about. Awesome. It's a great, great idea. I love watching your content. Um, really real life things that help, that help clients, right? And then it solidifies your relationship as well. Mm -hmm. um, so Jane, um, Jane and Laura, I'm going to ask you this one. What kind of agreements do you have in your relationship that make it a success? Do you guys have any specific agreements that, that help you? Um, yes. Uh, so Laura and I took, well, we met each other about 10 years ago, and it took us five years to get really, really tight. We were both real slow at doing that, but, um, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to have to work weekends if I don't, if I don't want to. So, and she knows that. So, um, if she calls me on a weekend, it's because she needs something at that moment. Other than that, she's going to wait till Monday morning. So she allows me to have my home time, you know, with my family, with my kids, with, you know, with Neil. Um, and, it, it, I just know that if she, do, if she needs something, I pick up the phone and I, I'm doing it if, like from a high green level because she's who she is. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Laura, anything you'd add to that? No, I think, uh, you know, realtors can be very reactive. And if you set the boundaries up front, um, I think as long as, you know, there's that agreement, you, you can't just assume they have an agreement with you. You have to, establish your your boundaries and let that be known mm -hmm. but like she said I only call when it's a I definitely need something you know I try to put it off until Monday because I say you know hey it's Saturday she'll be in the office on Monday but we're in multiple offers so I'll call I'll call Jane if they're requiring it but I try to respect that Awesome. And guys, talking about it is key, right? So the way that panned out in my business when I was originating is I would have conversations with agents about how do you feel like our relationship's going? Um, do you feel like I'm caring for your clients well? Um, what are there any expectations you have of me that we're not fulfilling from a place of love and really wanting to care for them and their clients well? And one of them said, I just I, on the weekends, I need updated pre-approvals and it just makes me really anxious if I don't, if I can't get you, right? Well, for me on Sundays, I didn't work unless like something was really, really wrong. 
um, I was at church and then I had life group and then I was at youth group on Sunday nights and it was almost impossible to get me on Sundays. So the resolution to that issue was, gosh, you know what? What if I made your pre-approvals in a Word doc? And I sent that to you so you can edit those. And I give you a max. You can't go over this max payment, right, without talking to me first. But then that way, if you need to make an offer and you can't get me, like you don't even need to get me. And that just that one conversation, it solved the problem for her. She was never stressed out on Sundays anymore about pre-approvals. And my phone stopped ringing on the weekends, right? But you don't know that until you have conversations from a place of, hey, what do you need? And how can I help? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? As opposed to getting on social media, Linda, and going, I can't believe that realtor wants me on the weekends. Do you see Mm -hmm. the difference? There's a difference there. Right? So just make good agreements. And maybe that, maybe that realtor is one that's like, I've got to be able to have my realtor, my lender on the weekend. That's a, that's a deal breaker for me. And you have chosen not to work on the weekends, which is your choice, right? Maybe the solution is number five. It's okay if we're not a good fit. Hey, I, I have a lender in my office. Their kids are grown. They don't mind working on the weekends. So you can, from a place of love, be like, you know what? I'm, my family time is that important to me. I want to be with my young kids on the weekend, but there's a lender in my office and he doesn't mind working on the weekends at all. Hold on a second. Let me introduce the two of y'all. Right? From a place of abundance without being ugly. It can be done and it can be beautiful. And guys, it's so important. When you're, when you're asking those questions that I recommended, like how's our relationship going? You get yourself to the green before you have that conversation. So key. I hope guys, that this was helpful. I hope this was a good start to your week. You guys have an awesome one. Talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in today. If you want help from us on how to build the systems necessary so that you can have a world-class practice for yourself, then head on over to derekgenie.com backslash schedule and book a call with one of our coaches. On that call, we will get you crystal clear on exactly where you are in your business right now, and most importantly, what it takes for you to build that practice for yourself. Again, that's derekcheney.com backslash schedule. D-E-R-Y-C-K-C-H-E-N-E-Y.com backslash schedule. You have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you soon.